Welcome to Flourish. I'm Diane Planadin, and you're in the right place if you're ready to create an inspired life. And we do so by working on our own personal development so we can be strong role models for those we love and mentor, not to mention ourselves and our own personal well being and self care. So today is the next chapter in Zig Ziglar's book. See you at the top. And it's all about goal setting. So, week one was self image, week two was about relationship with other people. Now this week three is goals and it's down in six different quadrants. So depending on how <laughs> juicy this gets, I might actually link it as uh, a few separate shows for you to watch only because the chapters would be just huge, huge. And so this is actually the first talk about it in goal setting is why bother? I mean, what's the point, right? going to be to sell you on the importance of goal setting. And I'm going to begin with this quote, and I've never heard this quote before, ever repeated from anyone <laughs> in all my journeys. This is super cool. When you set a limit on what you are going to give and do, you set a ceiling on how high you're going to go and what you will have when you get there. Fantastic. And that quote was from Bertie Yeager. And she is one of the all time highest producers, her and her husband at Emway. I love that. That is absolutely, if you hear nothing else today, remember that quote. Remember it, remember it, remember it. When you set a limit on what you're going to give and do, you set a ceiling on how high you are going and what you will have when you get there. No limits. You have no limits in life. You're absolutely going to reach whatever you set your sights and standards to. But remember, this is an infinite game. It's not finite. You don't reach a goal and they're like, oh, I'm done. I can relax now. No, because guess what? Once you do, the opportunity keeps coming. The next one will be there for you. Your mission is to be prepared when that opportunity arises. And that's why Zig really wants to sell you on the idea of setting a goal. You can't hit a target if you don't have one. You have to aim. You have to aim for it. So first question he asks, do you have a target or goal? You must have a goal because it's just as difficult to reach a destination you don't have as it is to come back from a place you've never been. Infinite game, right? Unless you have a definite, precise, clearly set goals, you are not going to realize the maximum potential that lies within you. You must be meaningful, specific. What about you and your goals? Are they clearly in focus or still pretty fuzzy? Now, as uh, part of the introduction to this book, we began by saying, okay, let's, let's set some standards here. Let's set some notes down. Let's get a notebook. Let's get a notepad on paper, physically on paper, and write things down as they come to you. Write them down. What is your priority? You should be really 
in the digestion stage now <laughs> of knowing what you want to do. And this is for you personally. You're not following the crowd. You're not doing what other people are doing. You are doing what's best for you, for your mindset, for your family, for your hopes, your dreams, your aspirations. You're doing what's best for you. And that could also mean that you don't have any other support. And that's why I love technology. And that's why I love this community. Because we're, we're here for each other. We don't know each other. But we're here for each other. That's what's important. And you don't necessarily, you won't necessarily get the support of your family. I'm just going to say it out loud. Or friends, right? You might not. So you're in it to win it for yourself. Here's what it has to say. Follow the crowd in a circle to nowhere. <laughs> right? The follow methods and procedures for no other reason than it's always been done that way. So have you ever heard that? Well, we do it that way because it's always been done that way. My dad. So Zig goes on to say, why are you following the crowd all the time? You have to follow your own instincts, your own intuition. And he gives an example about how this certain species of caterpillars always follows the leader. And they go around and round and round and round in circle, always following the leader. But if the leader doesn't know where they're going, they're all going to starve to death, literally. <laughs> so you don't have to keep doing things the way they've always been done. Never, ever sell yourself short on that one. Okay, so he goes on to say, do most people have goals? Apparently not. <laughs> and he poses the question, what are you doing that will absolutely guarantee your failure in life? Oh, I'm not failing. I'm succeeding, right? That's, that's the answer, right? Now, he gives this stat that everybody believes that they will make it, but the odds are not in your favor. He says, if he asked a hundred people, what are you doing to fail? And they all said, no, I'm succeeding. I'm, I'm working it. I've got grit. I've got motivation. I'm with the 5 a.m. club. He says, out of those hundred people, five, yep, five, at 65 years of age, only five will have achieved financial security and only one will be wealthy. I've heard that. I've heard that from Earl Nightingale. I've heard that stat numerous times. Ah, I'm going to say there might be something to it. So where do you want to be? Do you want to be in the top five? Because it's not crowded at the top, is it? No, no. Here we go. You have to have time serve you. Less than 3% of Americans have goals on paper. And there are four basic reasons. First, they've never been sold. Sold, yes. Sold, no. So that's what this chapter is about. Selling you on the idea of, yes, come on, write it down. Make a plan, make a goal. Just do it. Second, you don't know how. Okay, great. Great, Diane. We're all sitting here listening to you talk about this great book and how it's going to change our lives and help us reach our goals. That's right. That's why we're all here. This is the how. This is how you do it. Third, people fear they won't reach the goal they set and will be embarrassed. Mm. Fourth, poor self-image. And I think that's why he talked about this 
first chapter completely. Poor self-image. People don't think they deserve good things life has to offer. So why bother to write down what you want since you don't deserve to have it? Which means, in their minds, that they won't have it. If you really digest the philosophy in this book, you will have it. And that's why I say sometimes you just have to listen over and over and over again. Even if you listen to that first quote that I gave from Bertie when I started this episode. Start writing things down. Get a mantra going. Get, a, get you know, like an affirmation going. Get some positive vibes going in your life. Because you need to continually work on yourself, build yourself up, and build up others. Give back to community. So this segment one is just all about selling you on goals and telling you exactly how to set them. Then the second segment that I talked about, and for that matter, the entire book dealt with self-image, so you should already like yourself better. Okay, you have all the steps. Self-image was number one, 110%, the most important. You have to believe in yourself. So you have to build your image to the point that you know you deserve the good things in life to offer. So it's now up to you on that one. That's completely up to you. Then there's the fear he talked about. So let's look at that one. If fear is your problem, it simply means that you do not want to be wrong in front of your friends. So you do not make a commitment. By the way, you're half right. In this approach, you should never share your goals with anyone unless you know they not only believe you can reach these goals, but they want you to reach them. Others decide not to commit their goals to paper, so if they don't quite make it, they will have the built-in explanation that they didn't really fail because they never set those goals. This is safer and even a no-risk approach for them. No-risk approach. Safer. Haha. That is, to me, a really key component now. Are you playing it safe? Are you taking risks? Are you stretching? Are you putting yourself out there? It takes a lot of practice. It takes a lot of practice and a lot of work on self-image because everybody's out there to keep you down, to keep you at a lower level, and you deserve to be seen at the top. We all do. And there's room, isn't there? There's plenty of room. Oh, yeah. You know, and he gives an analogy where you know, a boat might be safer in the water, in the harbor, not going anywhere. Sure, eh, sometimes a storm comes to the harbor too. But the point of that is, if you have a boat and you just leave it in the water in the harbor, it's just going to get rusty, get some barnacles, and be useless. A literally a hole in the water that you pour money into that goes nowhere. That's what you have to keep in mind. We are built to keep moving forward, keep moving forward and have a purpose in life. So that is why you make goals. And he says, yes, there is danger in setting goals, but the risk is infinitely greater when you don't set goals. The reason is simple. Just as those ships are built to sail the seas, right? 
People are created for purpose. You are here for a reason. That purpose is to get everything out of life that is humanly possible. So you can make your contributions to humankind. Goals enable you to do more for yourself and for the others too. So this first and most obvious step is to sell you on doing something now about your goals. Flat out, do exactly that. And then he goes on to give this <laughs> great example. It's like somebody gave you a free trip to Hawaii tomorrow. Would you go? Or would you be like, oh, I have too much to do. Uh, there's no way I could go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You would do it. Are you kidding me? A free, all expense paid trip to Hawaii for the weekend, for a day, for three days, whatever it is. If you put that urgency behind you, here's exactly, exactly what you would do. And this is exactly what you have to do for your goal setting. So he gives this example, free trip. Awesome. What is the first thing you would do in order to go? First, how hmm. comes pen and paper and you commit all writing, all the things you must get done, everything you have to get done in order to catch that plane the next day. Next, you list them in order of their importance, right? Set your priorities. And finally, there's stuff left over that still has to be done. You delegate some of the responsibilities to others. I guarantee, and he says this, I guarantee, he says, you would do more in the next 24 hours than you normally do in several days, wouldn't you? That is the power of a deadline. That is the power of setting standards, setting goals, managing your time properly. And people say, oh, you don't manage time. Oh, yeah, we all have the same amount of time and what we do with it. That is the most important. And I love it. First, you make a list. Okay, what's my goal? I'm going to use a simple one. I have to lose 10 pounds for my health, for my well-being. That's my goal. What do I have to do? Well, I have to make a list. How am I going to reach that goal? Right? How am I going to reach that goal? What do I have to do? And you make a list of priorities, of importance. Well, the first thing I have to do is eat better, exercise more, be accountable, right? Actually get on that scale and set a deadline. I'm giving you a very, very simple example. But that simple example can be applied to absolutely anything you want. Now, how long does it take to lose 10 pounds? They seem to go on overnight, don't they? What's reasonable? Can you give yourself 30 days? Can you actually take that 10 pounds and say, in 30 days, I'm going to be 10 pounds lighter, 5 kilos, whatever, you know, math you're doing, doesn't matter. Oh my gosh. When you divide that over 30 days, that's like a third of a pound a day. What can you cut out? What can you do different? How can you change your lifestyle for 30 days? For such a great reward. That is what he's talking about. 
set your mind up, you know, the power of the made up mind. I did a whole episode about that. <laughs> Make a list. And then the third part is what can you delegate, right? What don't you need to do? What can you pass on? Well, that, that becomes very simple. The delegation part would be in that example, your schedule, what's going on in your world. It's not about the food you're eating. You're already controlling that. It's not about the exercising. You're already making time for that. But what is on your schedule that is going to be let, let go, give it to somebody else to do because you don't want to be around, you know, uh, whatever temptation. It's all about managing your environment. Very simple, 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 simple example. So he says, uh, you know, guarantee if you have a deadline, you're going to be on that flight and going to Hawaii the next day. So then he goes on to say, why don't you list the things you need to do during the next three days? Then act as if you only had one day to do three days work. He said a boss told him one time that when you do this, it forces you to put your thinking cap on. You will use your mental capacity to think, plan, and delegate before you start working. And the reason? You will have changed from a wandering generality to a meaningful specific. Your life will have direction. Wow. Your life will have direction. Three things in three days. What can you do? <laughs> you just net it down, right? So people, people complain about the lack of time, but it's really the lack of direction. Because time can be your ally or your enemy. Ah, when it becomes, what it becomes depends entirely upon you, your goals, and your determination to use every available minute. Use every available minute to your benefit. This is so, so vital in this step. And if you're not sold on the power of setting goals, deadlines, making lists on paper, you will never reach it. You have to be convinced that this system is going to work for you in whatever you want to do. And you have to be realistic about your timing. You can't say, I'm going to lose 10 pounds in a week. That's not healthy. That's not realistic. You're in it for the long game, the infinite game. Life is a journey, right? Okay, so <laughs> I'm so jazzed. I'm so excited here for like literally everybody, right? Okay. When people, he gives a really good analogy here. But when people go out on the court, let's say basketball, he's got, you keep track, you keep score. You know who's winning. You know what you need to do to make the game a changer. So if you don't have goals, you never know the score. And you don't know where it was hit or missed, how you stack up against competition, whether you're on target or off target. He says, what about you? Are you attempting to play the game of life without goals? If you are, what is the score? And I'm going to go back to losing 10 pounds. If you don't hold yourself accountability, accountable, 
you don't know that you're losing 10 pounds. If you're going out on the basketball court and there's no board to show you the score, all right, who's winning? Who's losing? Who's who's making the grade? Who, what, 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 right? So, so simple. If you know, write it down. And by the way, this compounds. So let's say you want to lose 30 pounds. Well, now you know. Give yourself 90 days. A third of a pound a day is not an impossible goal. That's how fantastic it is. But you have to measure your, your success. You have, to, you have to keep measuring, keep measuring, keep measuring. And that's how you know. That's how you know you're on the way. You're on the road to success. And it also measures your setbacks. And we all have them. And that's normal. That's human. And I love it. Took me a long time to figure out that setbacks were actually a good thing. But that's a whole other chapter. (laughs) Goals in life, he says, are important. And virtually everybody knows this. However, by choice, the average person on the street continues to meander through life following the lines of least resistance just wandering around. Unless you're moving onwards, upwards towards an objective, a goal, you're going to falter and fail. And let me tell you what's really interesting about this book is he quotes this from Maxwell Maltz, Psycho-Cybernetics. And I'm going to do a whole series on that book because that is a mindset reset game changer. Right now we're working on our goals. So if you want something, you must do something. Go as far as you can see. And when you get there, you will always be able to see further, he says. And this is what I was talking about earlier. That's why I say this is an infinite game. It just never ends. And that success builds upon success and it compounds daily. And you get closer and you look back a year ago, how far you've come, you'll be like, wow. How far can you go in 30 days? How far can you challenge yourself? Because when you reach it, you'll be like, ah, a new opportunity has arisen. Now I can do this. Now that I've lost in my previous example, 10 pounds, I'm healthier. I can go up the stairs without losing my breath. I can pick up my child with ease. I can fill in the blank. Now this, now that. Now how much further can you go? Because we're here to get back. We're here for purpose. We're here for a reason. And that purpose is not to sit around on the couch watching... (laughs) binge watching, I'm guilty of this myself, Netflix or whatever show you like to watch. It's great. You have to chillax every now and then. You have to lay back and relax. But you can't do it every day, all day long, and expect that you will see a change in your life. He gives an example here of the power that somebody thought to harness from Niagara Falls. 
and direct it towards a target or goal. That's what he's asking you to do. So, Niagara Falls, somebody had the idea to harness the power, the energy from that fall, from the falls and make it into electricity. Somebody had that idea and they had a goal trying to figure out how to do it. And that's what he's asking you to do. How are you going to harness this energy that you have and direct it towards a specific target or goal? Mm -hmm. The dictionary, he says, a goal is an aim or purpose. It's a plan, something you expect to do without any reservation. I'm going to say whoever you are, wherever you are, and whatever you do, you should have goals. With definite goals, you release your own power and things start to happen. With definite goals, you release your own power. You have the power of Niagara Falls to harness within you. And amazing things start happening. So where do you start? Well, hopefully by this stage, you've written down some dreams, some aspirations, some ideas. You're going through the thought process. You're putting this down on paper. And Zig says there's seven types of goals. Physical, which I talked about. Financial, spiritual, career, family, mental, and social. Which one are you going to concentrate on? You you don't need to do everything at once. You do not need to do everything at once. And you do not have to fear that you're going to make too much money. Okay? That's literally impossible. Money is not bad. It's a good measurement tool. And if it's possible that you have so much money, that is when you know, oh, now I can really get back to society. Now I can really do something different and help others. Make so much money that you have to give some away. You have to. You don't need more stuff. Just make money for you. It's for good. It's for goodness. It's not the root of all evil. Money is not the root of all evil. And that's not what was said. It was the love of money is the root of all evil. Because that'll just turn you into like a crazy person. (laughs) It's just like, you don't want that. That's not what the goal is. All right. So out of those seven, think about what's your priority. What is your priority? And then you have to put your thinking cap on. And uh, I think it was... It it was a story in the book about, you know, if you're a store clerk, let's say you work at Starbucks as a barista. Well, that is not your lifelong dream. But if you're a Starbucks barista and you have a goal, you will make it. If you don't have a goal, you will be stuck at Starbucks, seeing the same people every day. Noble to work. It's always noble to work. Do not get me wrong. I love absolutely everyone who, everyone, like I can't buy groceries unless somebody works at the grocery store. We need people to do those things. However, people who work in the grocery store, in my example, they have a goal, if they have a dream, if they aspire to move up, be the manager, to move up, one day have their own store, to move up. That's the goal. 
that's the dream. That's what keeps your spirit alive. Keep moving on up. All right, here we go. Don't let anyone steal your dreams, Zig says. Right? You're on this stairway going up. You keep moving up. You make it because you deal with the physical, mental, and spiritual being that you are. Okay? You have a solid foundation. And you're getting everything in life you want because you're helping others. You're helping others. You're getting everything you want in life because you're helping others. You're paying it forward. And do not ever, ever, ever let somebody squash your dreams. The bottom line is this first segment on goal setting, and I'm going to do it in segments because this is just too juicy. I want you to be sold on the idea that if you set a goal and maybe start with something simple, something small, something you can reach, then the next one's going to be a little bit easier. And then you keep building on it. You have a good foundation. You're going to be like, wow, that actually worked. But you have to believe in yourself. That's why we began with self-image. You have to believe you can do it. Set yourself up for success. Set your dreams into motion. Get it going. But you have to be sold on the idea that goal setting really works. And it's an infinite game. Once you reach that goal, you'll be ready for the next one. And as you do this, you will live a more inspired life. I'm going to link in the show notes the next quadrant of this goal setting so that you can watch each episode in order. But you have to be sold on the idea. You have to believe in yourself.